This is HPR episode 2496 entitled Making a Raspberry Pi Inventory and is part of the series Bash Scripting. It is hosted by Dave Morris and is about 11 minutes long and carries an explicit flag. The summary is How to collect identifying information about RPI devices. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hello everybody, this is Dave Morris for Hacker Public Radio. So today I'm talking about Raspberry Pis, but really it's a, it's a talk about Bash in the context of Raspberry Pis, so I've labelled it as part of the Bash series. So the title is Making a Raspberry Pi Inventory. Inventory, never know how to say that. I've got quite a lot of Raspberry Pis, maybe too many. There's one or two that are not even in use. But the ones I have, I sometimes lose track of which is which. And so I need to recall that Raspberry Pi 5 is such and such a model, such and such a memory, etc., etc. So I want to be able to easily get hold of that information and make an inventory of them all. And so I wrote a little script which you can run on any Pi, which will report what I consider to be useful information about it. I don't know if you know this, if you're into Raspberry Pis, but each one has a unique serial number. When you look it up, it says, the the, the Raspberry Pi site says it's randomly generated, so there may be a few collisions, but uh, it's, it's as close to unique as you can get without being actually unique. <laughs> There's also a revision number stored in the... Uh, in the, the uh, firmware, which encodes various bits of information about its release date, model, PCB revision, and memory size. And my script codes this and produces something readable. So I, I run a Wikimedia instance on a Pi, I have done for years and years, and I used this script to record details of my Pis and store it there. And I I have a page per Pi and go on about what I've done with the Pi and what, what projects I'm planning for it and so forth. So it's useful because my memory's awful, so I need to write everything down. So this episode is really talking about the script. I'm not going to go into tons of detail about it. I'm not going to do a line-by-line breakdown of it, but uh, I will talk in, in general about it. I've called it what Pi, what underscore Pi. It's a bash script, as I've said. There's a copy that you can download in conjunction with this show, but that's going to be a static copy, and um, it's a bit of a work in progress, so I may well be fiddling about with it. Though it hasn't had any work done to it since April in 2017. But um, there's also a GitLab repository, which I've pointed to. So if you want to grab a version, you might be wisest to get that one. Maybe grab the repository and uh, keep uh, pulling from it, perhaps. 
It depends whether you think it's worth having, I suppose. But uh, you might want to mess around with it. You might want to hack on it as well. So, so I'm going to talk about the script. So what I've done is I have included a listing of the script in the notes using the capability I have within the um, Pandoc system I use to generate notes of producing a numbered listing. And um, I'm going to just refer to a few bits. It's a moderately long script. It's yeah, 197 lines long, but it's um, there's a fair bit of comments in there and stuff. So how how do you convert the revision info that you get from the Pi itself into more useful information? Well, it's done by searching a table of data. The table comes from a website, which is... And I won't, I'm never good at reading out URLs, but it's it's in the, the, the script, it's in the notes. But basically, the, the last bit is RPI underscore hardware history and um, it's from elinux.org and uh, somebody there is maintaining this and uh, it contains information about all pies up to up to date so all I've done I mean I could have got clever about this and scraped the site with a with a fancy script but I haven't done it that way I have done it by simply cutting and pasting the table there's a, a nice html table in there cut and pasted it, copied and pasted it into this script. This means that if new pies are released, the table in your script will be out of date. So um, it would be necessary to repaste into the, the table. I made the note here that if you do that, then you need to make sure that the tab characters, which are part of the, the stuff you get back from uh, doing a, a copy and paste, you just get the data out of the out of the HTML table if you if you do that. It contains tabs as a as a field delimiter. So I have made sure that they are in the the script because they're using as a field they're being used as a field delimiter by the script. The searching of the table and the display of results actually done by using awk and it the script writes the program into a temporary file that the script has created and then executes that program against the table which has also been stored in a temporary file different temporary file and you'll see that on lines 163 to 181 that's the uh, the code that's doing all of that the information that's used to do this is extracted from the pi from a virtual place called slash proc slash CPU info. You see that at lines 156 and 157. So I've sort of started in the middle here, but uh, the the script starts off by checking after it's declared uh, a, a bunch of uh, functions. Then it starts off by checking to see that the device it's being run on is a Pi. Because you couldn't run this on your, your desktop or whatever. But it, it uh, in fact, I have done that. <laughs> and I went, what? Why is it not working? Oh, I'm not on a Pi at the moment. So if you've got one terminal SSH to a Pi and another one not, then it's easy to make that mistake. But uh, it tries to determine whether it really is um, a Raspberry Pi. And it will exit with a report if it's not. 
but this code's only been tested against the the kit that I have, which is not very varied, just a laptop and a desktop at the moment. So it uh, it it might might not work for you. So if it fails, let me know. The script is worth mentioning that lines 107 to 109 consist of a bit of code that creates temporary files. It uses the command mktemp to create a file and um, it then uses a thing I haven't talked about in any of my episodes about bash. It uses a thing called trap. Trap is a mechanism which allows you to perform a task when certain events happen and the events that this this is being set to trigger on is stuff like the script being killed or um, exiting and what it does is it deletes these files so there's no garbage left around they're in the slash temp but uh, I like to just clean them up because it's good practice to do so it calls a function in the in the script called cleanup temp with the names of the two temporary files I will be talking more about trap I've got it planned for one of the my later bash scripting episodes but I haven't got the details sorted out yet so it's a it's a way off yet so it's not a huge lot to say about the script otherwise and I could go into massive detail about it but I said I didn't want to do that and I'm sure you don't want to hear it there are two other functions called network info and settings info which pull various other bits of information out of the the pie so it, it reports stuff about the the network it may not be as general as it could be so again this this has just been tested with what i have you may have more esoteric setup so it might not work entirely for you and if that's the case then it would be interesting to know about it so i could improve it or indeed if you have suggestions about improvements then please let me know and you can do that by submitting a pull request to the gitlab repository the settings info was a suggestion i think from ken fallon and it does stuff about the the video settings on the machine which is not a thing i'm particularly bothered about personally but i i added it because uh, ken suggested it and it seemed to be something others might want to to know about what does it look like what does the output look like well isn't there is a an example running against one of my pies which i call pi 2 rpi 2 is it and it you can see that it it's in the it's in the show notes you can see that it reports the various bits of information that it's pulled from the table. So you can tell that this is revision 10, I assume that's a 10, with a release date of the third quarter of 2014. It's a model B+, and it's 512 megabytes of memory. It has a serial number. I've blanked it out because I don't know how, how sensible it is to to put your serial numbers out on the on the web, so I thought... I better not. There are various configuration details reported, including the CPU temp at the moment. The device is sitting on a shelf just above my head, sort of where I am just now, with another device on top of it. So it might be getting hotter than it should. I don't know if 39 degrees C is is exceptionally hot. Don't think it has a heat sink on it, so maybe that would be a smart move. And then the network information, the host name is RPI2. It's got an IP address. It's got a MAC address. I, I changed the MAC address as well. 
but uh, you can download that if you want to. I'm not, not really sure why you'd want to, but if you want to check out the script on a Pi of your own, you, you'll get a report similar to this. Hopefully. <laughs> if not, let me know. So that's really all I have to say. Um, I hope you find it useful. It's a simple thing. You can just cut and paste the report, stick it somewhere or other, where you want to keep information about your, your Pi. And um, if you can think of enhancements or improvements or bug reports or whatever, then let me know. And that's it. Okay. Bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.